Welcome. Welcome to Emmanuel Episcopal Church's Sunday morning prayer service. A couple of announcements before we get started. We will be having a virtual trivia game coming up on January 12th. We're looking for teams, get some of your neighbors together or friends, and talk to our priest, Diane. There is a fee, but the fee all goes to charity. Also, our priest Diane is starting a book club, which will meet at 7 p.m. on Wednesday the 13th via, via Zoom. And something that I want to stress is that if you'd like to sit in on our worship services, whether you're one of our regular members or whether you're new to the area, of course, we welcome you, but you don't need to be a member of Facebook in order to participate. Just sign on our website and you'll find directions to get you there. Well, let's get started. We'll start with just a moment to center ourselves and prepare for worship. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and for our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and in mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, that we might delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty Father, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord has shown forth his glory. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, 
and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give the King your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the King's Son, that he may rule your people righteously and the poor with justice, that the mountains may bring prosperity to the people and the little hills bring righteousness. He shall defend the needy among the people. He shall rescue the poor and crush the oppressor. He shall live as long as the sun and moon endure from one generation to another. He shall come down like rain upon the mown field, like showers that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish. There shall be abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall pay tribute, and the kings of Arabia and Saba offer gifts. All kings shall bow down before him, and all nations do him service. For he shall deliver the poor who cries out in distress, and the oppressed who has no helper. He shall have pity on the lowly and poor. He shall preserve the lives of the needy. He shall redeem their lives from oppression and violence, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Here ends the lesson.
reading from the Gospel of Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Here ends the lesson. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. It marks the official end of our Christmas season. It's a curious sort of word, epiphany, not at all pronounced the way it's spelled. A dictionary describes the word to mean a showing forth or the revealing of something previously not seen. A more contemporary understanding can be achieved by thinking of it as an aha moment, you know, like visualizing when the uh, imaginary light bulb goes on over our heads. I'm pretty sure we've all had experiences in our lives we could refer to as our own epiphany moments. One of my personal aha favorites occurred shortly after one of my daughters started to school. When it came time to learn the alphabet, she just couldn't seem to get it memorized. The teacher suggested we might have a learning disability and might, she might not be ready for school. This greatly upset our daughter because she so very desperately wanted to be like all the other kids her age. Well, to help her, I bought a set of alphabet flashcards and we worked together every night. Well, several days passed and she just couldn't get the sequence of letters memorized. Then one night, I knelt on the floor in front of her with those flashcards, and something very special happened. I could see it in her face. It was like that 
light bulb came on and her eyes got a little bigger and the worried concern expression left her face. She got it. Without hesitation, she recited half of the alphabet and after a few more sessions, she had the letters down pat. She had therefore caught up with the rest of her classmates and that has always been a very unique aha experience for her and I, and one that I have always treasured. Today's reading from Matthew is also unique. It is the only one of the Gospels that contains the story of the Epiphany. The only one that tells us the tale of the three wise men who follow a star to visit the baby Jesus in a stable. Not much is really known about these visitors, but since they traveled from afar, they were not locals from Galilee. They could have come from Persia, Egypt, or even Arabia. Matthew refers to the visitors as wise men, but because of the richness of their gifts, they are often described as being kings. More likely, they were astronomers who were following something they thought to be very unusual in the sky. Over the centuries, there's been much speculation as to what that guiding light might have been. There is a thought that it could have been a conjunction of stars, or a nova, or even a comet. There are others who say that we should take the guiding star metaphorically and not necessarily scientifically. Whatever the light in the sky was that they followed, they took a detour and first stopped off at the palace of King Herod. We're told that they were asking for directions to the newborn king, but they might have reasonably just expected to find him in Herod's palace. But a search for the king of the Jews took Herod by surprise, and he was far from pleased. In fact, the best thing that could be said about him was that he was an extremely paranoid tyrant, willing to do anything to keep his throne. This included having his father-in-law, several of his wives, and two of his sons murdered. The wise men soon leave Herod behind and find the infant Jesus in the stable. Despite Herod asking them to return, they avoid his palace on their way back home. Herod, meanwhile, lives up to his terrible reputation by ordering the slaughter of all boy babies under the age of two years. But his efforts to eliminate the future king fail because Jesus and his parents have escaped into Egypt. They will not return to their home until receiving word that King Herod has died. What then? Where is our epiphany in this story? Where is the aha moment for us? Christmas season is over. 
Holiday decorations are coming down. Days ago, my neighbor abandoned her Christmas tree by the street curb. But I ask you, does the spirit of the holiday really need to end? Please consider these words by Howard Thurman, a theologian and a civil rights leader. He wrote, when the song of the angel is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and the princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoners, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among all people, to make music in the heart. The work of Christmas has really just begun. Let us seek our epiphany moments by living the promises of Christmas into this new year. Amen. Join with me now, if you would please, in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. 
He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He ascended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Saying together the prayer that our Lord Christ himself taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, by the leading of a star you manifested your only Son to the people of the earth. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for now and forever. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers, which we offer before you for all members of your Holy Church, that in their vocation and ministry, they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefits you have given us, for all the pains and insults you have borne for me. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart, O most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother. May I know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day. Amen. Today, we especially remember those celebrating birthdays. Judy, Olina, Nancy, and those celebrating anniversaries, especially Robert and Nancy. For all those who have commended themselves to our prayers, especially children and families of Emmanuel, Mary, Mary Ann, Owen, Nick, Rich, Sam, Patrick, Sean, and for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For all who have died, especially Ellen, Larry, Kristen, and Douglas. 
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our days through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care, that in being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in your peace. Grant to the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and to all in authority, wisdom and strength to know and do your will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in your fear, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.